this morning or afternoon or evening, depending on where you are, I want to talk about why the Ten Commandments? I mean, everybody has a sense that they are fundamental to the Jewish tradition and even to Western civilization. But why? Why do they matter so much? Why are the Ten Commandments surrounded by thunder and lightning to the point where it says that Israel, they saw the voices. They had a sort of spiritual synesthesia where they could actually have all of their senses inundated with this peak moment of human history. And part of it seems clear, but that clarity only makes the next part of it confusing. The clear part is that in some ways we all acknowledge that if you don't have some fundamental rules, like don't kill to murder, really, don't murder, don't steal, those kinds of rules, without them, society collapses. And so the first answer to the why the Ten Commandments is these are fundamental rules of society that you need in order to sustain society, which only makes the second question more difficult. So if these are fundamental rules, nothing could be more fundamental than you don't murder. What do we need the Ten Commandments for? Couldn't we figure this out on our own? And the answer, of course, is yes, we could figure it out on our own. We do figure it out on our own at the beginning of the Torah, after all. Cain and Abel. Cain murders Abel, and God holds Cain responsible. Why? Because Cain could figure out that you know, killing someone who is innocent, which is the definition of murder, is not, it's not a good idea. You ought not to do that. And Cain could instinctively know that you ought not to do that, and therefore, it seems you don't need the Ten Commandments. Do you need the Ten Commandments to say, I am the Lord your God? Isn't that implicit in everything else in the Torah? Do you need a special commandment? So here is at least part of an answer, which is the Ten Commandments are not only a blow against societal disorder, they are a blow against deep moral relativism. The Ten Commandments are a way of saying, you cannot say that in my society, in my time, murder is all right. Because these commandments are woven in to the metaphysical fabric of the universe by the creator of the universe. And therefore, the second reason that the Ten Commandments are so central is one, the rules are central, and two, they are eternal, and they don't depend on human perception. Now, what constitutes murder, that obviously can be debated, and there are different questions, and there will always be debates of every fundamental principle, but that does not negate the principle. Stealing is wrong. Murder is wrong. 
And therefore, what you have in the Ten Commandments is a convergence of both fundamental rules and also a metaphysical statement about the structure of the world. But you will say, what about the law about Shabbat? That obviously is not a fundamental rule, or we would say everybody has to observe Shabbat, and we don't. But this is the third reason why the commandments matter so much. Because remember, there are two different justifications given since, after all, there are two versions of the Ten Commandments in Shemot, in Exodus, and then again in Devarim, in Deuteronomy. And when we talk about the Shabbat, there are two different justifications given. One is that we thank God and remember God for being the creator of the universe. Sheshe Jamim, six days, God created the world. On the seventh day, God rested. And that is the Shabbat and the God of enormity, transcendence beyond our conception what we could not begin to understand, even that we don't understand. But then there is Asher Hotzeiticha Meretz Mitzrayim, the God who took you out of the land of Egypt, you. Which is why it says, "Ani Hashem Elokecha," I am the Lord, your God, and the "your" in Hebrew is singular. In other words, the Ten Commandments are an establishment of God's personal relationship. First with Israel, who stood at the mountain, and then with every human being. There is one Midrash that says that when God gave the Torah, it looked to everyone like a mirror. They saw themselves in it. They understood their strengths, their weaknesses, their struggles, their problems, their possibilities. And so the third reason the commandments are so central are, one, they are the fundamental principles of human life. Two, they are eternal by the God who created the world. And three, they are given by a God who has a personal, intimate relationship with every human being. And then finally, finally, they are contained in Parshat Yitro, in the story of Jethro, Moses' father-in-law. And the story of Yitro begins and ends with shalom, with shalem, with the word peace. Before the Ten Commandments, just the section about Yitro and Moshe. And that tells you something. Because in this same section, we've been reading about Amalek, about the Amalekites. And there are verbal affinities between the two stories that connect them. And the point is, there are those who will hate you and those who will love you. That you will have people of venal, and negative and evil and troubled disposition who will try to destroy, but 
do not look at the world as though it is composed only of those who wish to ruin and destroy because the world is full of yitros. People who want to help, people who want to build. People who can help you recognize things that you would otherwise not know. That the Jewish people in particular have an obligation not only to recognize those who are their enemies, but to embrace those who are their friends. Those of goodwill and kind hearts. Those who still see the Ten Commandments as the guide of life and the aspiration to reach for. We are not allowed to despair or to become too cynical of human behavior because if we do, we are belittling those like Yitro who overcome sometimes their own backgrounds to reach out and to be close. The Ten Commandments, the Aseret Hadibrot, there is a reason why they are the centerpiece of the story of Israel's wanderings. Because they are given by God to a people that thirsts for direction and thirsts for connection. That is what God gives us in God's goodness, with God's blessing. And so thousands of years later, all over the world, on this day, Jews rise to listen to the Ten Commandments again, to say, We will observe these and we will seek to understand them. A lifelong journey towards what is best in ourselves and in one another. A lifelong journey towards our loving, law-giving God. Shabbat Shalom.